0: Hi, my name is Lily. And tomorrow's my birthday. And I'm gonna spend it listening to the Magic ROA podcast. Starring my daddy, Uncle Eli, Mr Kevin, and the course Lee. Dumbo Marumbe.
1: <laughs> oh
2: man, that was cool. Yeah, uh, she got a sweet little voice, doesn't she? Jumbo,
0: everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic Our, Our Way Podcast. Way. All right, welcome to another episode of the Magic Our Way Podcast. My name is Kevin. And I am Danny. And with us, as always, the official travel agent of the Magic Our Way Podcast, the man that enjoys a cushion and loves his ladies brown. You ain't never had a friend like Lee. Please welcome to the show Mr. Lee
1: Lastovica. Hey Lee. Hey and I guess you're gonna have to listen to the last episode to get all those references. Oh
0: absolutely you gotta. (laughs) But it was
1: a good one so you'll enjoy it.
0: Yeah if you haven't listened to the last epic episode of Would You Rather I mean it was awesome Uh, and you'll understand those jokes as well as some of the things you might have seen me post on Facebook. Like Hashtag Cricket's Lives Mattered. (laughs) So if you skip that episode because you're like, "Oh, that's too long," you have to go back and check it out because it's uh, it makes you think, man. It's 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 definitely makes you ponder and and wonder about things. Yes, yes. (laughs) So anyway, Eli is out on assignment. Actually, no, he's got family stuff today, so he won't be joining us in the studio for this particular episode. But he'll be returning soon. Mm -hmm. Uh, but just to let you know, the Magic Away Podcast is a New Orleans-based podcast, Disney fan podcast. Sorry. Uh, we are artistic people expressing thoughts regarding all things Disney from an artist point of view. We encourage the Mawican nation to be creative with us and let your inner artist come alive. Find everything related to the Magic R-Way podcast from social media links to merchandise at www.magicarway.com. The Magic Arway podcast promises to be the voice of the Disney fan community. We are committed to exploring every angle of any topic we present. We will beat that dead horse and explore both sides of every coin to allow you, the listener, to make an educated decision based on the topics of the day. We welcome any and all opinions, thoughts, etc. And we mean anything. So whatever you guys type, whatever you guys feel like saying, you have the freedom of platform. Freedom of speech exists and is alive and well on this podcast, guaranteed. All right. So anyway, on this Magic Rway podcast number 77, we will be discussing news, of course, some listener comments. Uh, we got a tip today. And today we'll be talking about what's in Kevin's sack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in other words, what's in Kevin's bag when going to Walt Disney World? Is, oh, <laughs> yes, yes. A,
2: I prepared for a much different conversation. Oh, uh, so we'll have to adjust the notes here. But yeah,
0: this is, uh, you know, because we talked about this in a previous podcast, you know, because I, I mentioned something about having a flashlight in my bag that I take to the parks. And so that just kind of spurred a conversation. We decided to save it for a future show. And that feature show is now. All right. Just like Tomorrowland, the movie, coming out soon. That's happening now. So anyway, guys, enough of this jibber-jabber. Let's go make some magic. Be our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. Tie your napkin. All right. Next today on guest services, we're going to do, do exactly what I promised so from the last do. show. We're going to address a couple of things that Lisa Monday had put together. She sent us messages through Facebook, so we're going to start with her. So, Lisa, this is for you. You're leading off this particular segment. So, this first thing that she posted is a a Facebook response to, uh, I think it was Lee's post on Cinderella's Royal Table. He had asked if anybody had eaten there, so she she gave us her story. So, here it goes. Uh, Lisa says, we dined there in 2010 with my then four-year-old niece. It was beautiful. It was nice to visit with the princesses. The entire table was acknowledged, which is a big thumbs up, and the food was beautifully prepared. It wasn't one of the best meals I've ever had, but hey, you are paying for the whole experience, and I would recommend anyone with the little princess should invest in it at all <laughs> at once. So yeah, Dan, you kind of mentioned the same kind of thing about Cinderella's Royal Table, right? About it being more of experience. It may not be the best food in the park. Do I remember this correctly?
2: That's absolutely right. Yeah. She hit the nail right on the head. Um, when we ate over there... The first time the food was great. Yeah. Phenomenal. Second time we ate over there, kind of average and ordinary. It was like, wow, really? Huh. We're, we're paying a lot for, for this? And then right. we ate over there a third time. Uh, because, again, you're really doing it for the princesses. Right. We did it a third time, and uh, it was great again. So it, it, it kind of hit and miss. Kind of like Be Our Guest. Yeah. Ex- except, you know, Be Our Guest There's not that, that sense of um, prestige that comes along with being able being to in the book, castle, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. Be Our Guest meal.
0: Oh, that makes sense. That
2: makes sense. I mean, Cinderella's World Table was never as hard to book as, as Be Our Guest is. Mm-hmm.
1: Lee, you're mm, traveling. Yeah, to- absolutely. I agree. Um, not that it's easy to book, uh, but no. it's definitely, you've got a little lead time where it used to be 180 or you're, you're done. Yeah. Uh, now that's the situation with Be Our Guest. It's 180 or, or forget about it. Um, and then the Cinderella you can usually get a little bit later. Not too late, but you got a little more uh, cushion nowadays. And Lee likes cushion. I do like cushions. All right,
0: so Lisa goes on in the letter. She says, H-Bug, I'm guessing that's her kid. H-Bug did the whole princess makeover and a photo shoot, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then all eight of us had dinner. I personally am looking forward to the GF Cinderella dinner on our next trip, which we had mentioned. I guess that was uh, uh, at Citrico's,
1: the
2: Grand Floridian uh, Cinderella dinner. Is that where it's happening? Are they still doing that? I I thought that Cinderella's uh, roll table was back.
1: Unless she's meaning the 1900 Park Fair,
0: oh that dinner, it, which so, yeah. has
1: Cinderella in it. That, that's
0: probably what she so, means. So yeah. have you? Has anybody ever done that? I, I've never done that.
1: Not the dinner from Cinderella's Royal Table being moved over to Grand pavilion but we have done 1900 Park Fair, and we oh, liked okay. it a lot. Okay, um, I thought the food was better than any other buffet we've we've done in the parks be honest with you uh the interaction was great with the characters uh you got to meet the stepsisters you got to meet the little mice which was really cool um we did it on my daughter's birthday and we uh had a cake delivered there as well so i i really like 1900 park fair i personally you know i think you got to do cinderella's royal table at least once because that's the thing to do but if you've done it and you just want to meet the princess i would go with 1900 park fair just my opinion
0: so Lisa goes on to say, the only reason I would do the castle again would be if they had all villains. Interesting. Also, the princesses they feature with the meal are available elsewhere in the park. Disney would do well to integrate Elsa and Anna into the castle dinner, in my honest opinion, keeping Cinderella and possibly ditching Snow or Snow White or Aurora, <laughs> who seems to have been relegated to the front of the park greeting area in Town Square the last couple of times I was there. And France. Again, just my opinion... And I do have a lot of them, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you got your own little uh, majority of the guest services segment, Lisa. That's, a, that's a, just interesting. Um, I wouldn't mind a villains dinner. I think we might have mentioned well, this on the podcast before. Yeah. Oh,
2: absolutely.
1: There's a, a villains unleashed uh, event that they do. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen that before.
0: I want to say I've heard of it, but I've I've never really followed up on it, like watch videos or read anything. Yeah, that a friend of mine about. did
1: it, and there's there's actually like. A, a thing where you can go and kind of like the witches' dessert party. Very yeah. similar to that, that uh, but it's with the villains, but it's so, not a full
0: meal or anything.
1: No, nothing like that. But I mean, that's a good option.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm good with that. I think she's going to get what she wants. Uh, I, I think when they redo Norway, I'm sure a is going to feature a different type of dining experience. I'm sure Anna and Elsa will be in there somewhere. Oh yeah. They, they, they have to. Absolutely. They can't just let that go by. Yeah. Um, As for her her dinner, as for her dining with um villains, villains. Yeah, um, I wouldn't mind a dining with villains thing. I wouldn't either, but where? That's what my question. Like, okay, I I see a point about the castle, but the castle it's Cinderella's castle. Now you can always do a thing where the villains have invaded, like maybe during Halloween or something like that. The villains have invaded Cinderella's castle, but that would be like a temporary type of thing. I'm trying to think of a permanent location where you could do. Aside from building it from scratch, a permanent location where you could do a Disney dining with villains type of...
0: See,
2: i would be thinking
0: like uh, a sit-down restaurant near like the Haunted Mansion or Tower of Terror area.
2: I would too, but you, they'd have to build it. I was trying to think of an existing Oh, restaurant. an existing structure? Like what? what would be something that you could do... That would seemingly kind of fit into that environment. And I'm, I'm having honestly having trouble. Tusker House, could, maybe. Could you yeah. convert
1: Liberty Tree Tavern?
2: Oh, yeah. You could convert Liberty Tree Tavern, all right. I think you could. And they did used to do character dining out of there. Yes, Change the exactly. lighting
1: out
0: just a little bit. Hmm. I
2: would just to darken it up a little bit because it's kind of bright in there. But I could see that happening. That'd be kind of neat. Well, what about like cause if you're going to build something? Now, I don't know exactly where you do it. I'd have to kind of brainstorm it a little bit. But kind of like do... The restaurant from, uh, well, not the restaurant, but the bar from Rapunzel. What was the name of it? Oh, you're talking about the Snuggly Duckling. The
0: Snuggly Duckling. The Snuggly Duckling. Yeah. That's Aww. it. Wow. Best,
1: best name ever.
0: Hey, Can, what, what if you took that, uh, built that in Tom Sawyer's Island?
2: Ooh, well, yeah, oh well, they, oh, they'd have to build a bridge. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> That's not gonna work with that little um, raft going back and forth. Uh, but yeah, they could do better like even like doing like a pirates themed restaurant. Yeah. Yeah like Tortuga cool. and, and Oh
1: man, they could they could kill Tortuga Tavern anyway. That's a piece of crap. Mm-hmm. This yeah, pirates all the way. That would be perfect.
2: Right. And and do that and have you know Captain Hook come in, me come in, um yeah. Barbosa if you wanted to do a walk around character like that. I mean I you know I think these these villain meet and greets would be better with uh face villains. Uh, You know, like Maleficent and the Queen. uh, um,
0: Well, Captain Hook's not a face villain, but I mean, he has a face, but right. I mean, that face character. Yeah,
2: you'd have to let a a couple of them go. I mean, there's just nothing you can really do about that. But, um, you know, obviously Barbosa, the uh, evil queen. Maleficent. (laughs) Maleficent. Cruella, if you wanted to throw in there. Great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I definitely think you could do that. I think it would be cool. I'd Uh, go for that. That's a great idea. So
0: thank you, Lisa, for those particular thoughts. Who's next? All right. And the second one we have from Lisa is a a Facebook response regarding Doctor Who. So I'll go ahead and read this one. And she spells it out. And this is actually a really, really good one. If you're not uh, following us on Facebook, man, do so. And you can catch all of Lisa's posts uh, that she throws up there because she has a lot of ideas. I just picked a few of the ones that happened recently uh, to feature on this one. But uh, I'm sure we're going to get some more. And we look forward to hearing some more of them. Anyway, here it comes. She says, okay. Here comes another one that I'd like to discuss. Here discussed. Integration of Doctor Who into Disney's portfolio. It makes as much sense as Star Wars and Indiana Jones and Marvel do. And any of those properties could interact just like Infinity characters and OAT. What's OAT? Once Upon a Time. Yeah. Okay. Is it? Yeah. Yes, you're right. Uh, With characters from alternate universes. Here's the thing. Doctor Who can travel to any place in any time with a couple of teeny exceptions, but that far exceeds my geekdom level on D.W., uh, Dr. Who, and could create some awesome crossover capabilities for Disney. Think about it. How much Dr. Who merchandise do you already see being worn by park visitors? There's an entire store dedicated primarily to Dr. Who merchandise, along with Brit bands, and now Dr. Who episodes, but only the tenant ones, curiouser and curiouser, on Disney XD. Doctor Who fans have been screaming either for or against Disney acquiring the property. And it has been renewed on TV for another five years, I believe is what the news said. And it's already 50 years old and has a huge following. And no theme park presence really except for the Doctor Who experience in Cardiff that I'm aware of, but could be wrong. I actually had this conversation with Disney stroller renter cast members whose name I don't remember a couple of trips ago. And it seems there is a strong undercurrent of support for something like this to happen and be integrated into Disney's portfolio. So there you go. Something to ruminate on. Aren't you sorry you asked? (laughs) No, actually, we're not sorry you asked. We kind of actually partially uh, answered this on the last show, but um, I I think a Doctor Who thing would be great. I'd be curious to read all the uh, back and forth about people for and or and against the
2: Doctor Who thing going to Disney, you know? I have absolutely no. I don't want to see a whole land of Doctor Who, (laughs) right? Uh, Obviously not. But I would like to see an attraction back there in the UK. I don't see why we couldn't do that.
0: I think that'd be awesome. You know, I mean, there's got to be room to build a a show. I don't know if there's a show building attached to the UK, but there's got to be enough room for them to do something like that. And I think it would even make UK even more popular.
1: All right, Danny, Avatar Land or Who Land?
0: Wow! And by Who land, not the Doctor Seuss Who, hmm. girl, but Doctor
1: Who. I don't know. I don't know enough about Doctor Who to speak intelligently on it. I will tell you that the fans are huge fans. They're just as big as Star Wars, Star Trek, whatever you want to say. So that alone would make me lean towards a whole land of Doctor Who over Avatar Land, that just made some money as a film.
2: Can I tell you, I mean, and and I hate myself for saying this, but. Unfortunately, I I would have to stick with Avatar Land because as much as
1: Do- Do- I see Doctor Who as well, a single standalone. But for Animal Kingdom, maybe so, but just yes. take Animal Kingdom out of it. Okay. Say, say that it was going to be, you know, we had to choose one of those franchises. We'll decide what park it goes in later, mm-hmm. but here's our two choices.
2: Avatar to me presents a world that I would more like to explore. Doctor Who is something I have a limited amount of experience with, but I can't picture off the top of my head any worlds that were created where I'd like to walk through a whole land with multiple attractions themed around the elements of Doctor Who. I just can't imagine what I would be looking at. Now, and again, and I got to plead ignorance on this because, again, I I don't know uh, Doctor Who as well. I've seen a a handful of episodes at best. I've seen Avatar once or twice, and I can just cop to knowing that there's a beauty to the film that does exist. I mean, the characters are boring, mm-hmm. uh, whereas I think Doctor Who has better characterization. I, I don't know how to say it. Well, the thing I'm thinking from it is, um, as far as a land goes,
0: I don't know if I'd be privy to entire Doctor Who land, but then I, I'm pleading ignorance as well because I, I, you know, I, I don't get to watch Doctor Who as much, um, or if I do at all. But okay. um, it, it, it's been around forever, so it's definitely established it's going to stay. The fandom's still going to keep growing, almost like a cult following. So there, there's there's definite benefit there. I mean, we don't know much about Avatar. To me, it's like an unknown. How long will Avatar last? Um, what's the staying power? You know, are people still going to be into it after how many years between movies and whatnot? Uh, th- that's uncertain. Doctor Who fans are Doctor Who fans year in and year out. So that based on that... I don't know if I'd necessarily want an entire land. Maybe Lisa can expound. Maybe there's some ideas. Maybe she's thought of some ideas, hopefully, uh, that you could do if you had a Doctor Who land. In fact, Lisa, if you if you had a Doctor Who land, what would you do with it? What would you put in it? You know, uh, you, know you got to have the phone box. But anyway, yeah, enlighten us.
2: I'd be curious to see what your thoughts are on that. And that's why I would think that a single standalone attraction makes sense where you're in the phone box and you just, you go. Right. And you travel around and you see different things. You go to different universes and you have slight little experiences here there there back there yeah. and then boom the ride's over but in terms of an entire land if i have a choice between that or riding down a river and seeing different creatures throughout the world of avatar yeah. i you know and things are lighting up at night and again i mean this is not a good choice for me i don't like picking this yeah but if i'm picking for what i would like to see recreated in factoring in my limited knowledge of doctor who i i would say that now i'm sure i could find a a universe in Doctor Who that I would prefer to explore, but yeah. nothing's coming to me. Who's next?
0: All right, and our third thing from Lisa, just a short, quick little response. Our Edgar program has reposted uh, MOW number seven, and she got to listen to it, and this was da- Danny's Disney World trip report. You know, th- this little social media thing that I got us hooked into, is it's kind of reposting... Uh, the old shows that have come up and you know it's a surprise to know the staying power of the like you know the single digit shows it's kind of funny but anyway she she listened to seven and she says great show i really enjoyed listening and she gave us a smiley emoticon oh um just to let the listeners know we have a google plus account now and what i'm going to do that is interact there and i also created a community in google plus for anybody that's over there called the Mawican tribe <laughs> community that you can join we can discuss things but what i'm going to be doing with that google plus account is starting to repost the old shows with remastered show notes and remastered sounds so it's a lot better back then we didn't have the technology that we have now mm-hmm. and to make the sound nice and full and loud so you can hear everything uh so i'm gonna i'm um, over the summer i plan to go back and remix a lot of the shows as many as i can throughout the summer and start reposting those. So you guys definitely check that out, and you can listen to some of the older shows that, uh, like Lisa. Like uh, another one I saw posted was the one where I talked about I played for the uh, Broadway tour of Mary Poppins, and we had that little discussion and stuff. That was really neat. So um, uh, if, for those that don't know, I'm a musician, so I do this kind of stuff a lot. Mary Poppins came to town. They were hiring a percussionist. I got the gig. So... Uh, I got to talk about my experiences on that show, and uh, yeah, if you want to, follow us on Google+, Plus, if you're there, not there already, if you have a Gmail account, you already have a Google Plus account, mm-hmm. so go for it, and you can slowly see, and I'll do the same thing on SoundCloud but you, and our website, and, but you'll be able to catch up and uh, travel back in time two years and listen to some of those old shows. Who's next? And the last thing we want to service is Mr. Sullivan. <laughs> He says, given the new additions at Disneyland and California Adventure, are you more likely to take a trip out west? And I say yes,
2: (laughs) always more likely to take a trip out west. I love me some Disney World, but even before this, always more likely to go to Disneyland than Disney World if I could help it. Yeah,
0: yeah, I totally agree. I I love it. Every time I go out there, I just you know it's just something warm and fuzzy. Mm -hmm. That's just really cool, you know. And you know, if if you're in the fan community, you know that are a lot of podcasters, bloggers, Disney bloggers, a lot of people from the Disney fan universe that are out there covering the Disneyland 60th celebration thing. Mm-hmm. So you're seeing videos like the Matterhorn, uh bobsleds with their new Yeti, you're seeing things like the Paint the Night parade from like to- uh, was it Tokyo? No, 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 not Tokyo. Um 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 Hong Kong. Uh, yeah. And yeah, they brought that parade over to California which I have to see. I remember seeing the videos of the Hong Kong one. I was just floored, you know, even with the Monsters, Inc. Uh, doors that yes. spun. And you, it, it, they opened and they saw different p- pictures in it uh, on a float. I was like, you got to be kidding me, man. Mack the truck. Mack the truck. I mean, yep. look, look, if you all haven't seen this parade, Lee, have you seen videos
1: of this parade? Oh, the videos, yes. It looks ridiculous. Oh,
0: my God. It looks just unbelievable freaking believable you know that's just like the the electric night parade just on steroids <laughs> now you know it's like they went to spectrum magic with the led stuff fiber optics and they just took it even a step further and just went absolutely nuts with it i have to see that parade yes you know so i've been watching videos of stuff with like ricky and uh, you know becky Mankin from uh, another travel agency you hanging <laughs> with <that> ricky <laughs> no, i'm not hanging with ricky um <laughs> But yeah, she's out there, you know. There's a lot of people out there that are just covering this thing, and it's just amazing, you know. I want to cover this thing. Oh God, <laughs> yeah, we gotta do that.
2: Look, the Hatbox Ghost.
0: Oh, the hot box, Yeah, how can I forget? That, oh, you gotta I, be
2: kidding. That that killed me right there. But then to see what they did with the Yeti. Yeah. Have have Lee? Have you seen this? Have you seen the Yeti? No, I gotta see this. Yeah, you gotta see it's that, uh, because I gotta tell you. It puts Expedition Everest to shame. Now I can't speak for the ride experience. I'm sure the ride experience is what it's always been. Mm-hmm. The ride experience on on Expedition Everest is very smooth. You almost go upside down that one time. You go backwards. It, it's a cool ride experience. But you have three encounters with the yeti. Yes. Three, and one of them is a really cool effect. And spoilers for anybody that is going to be going over there and they don't want to they don't want to know what's about ready to happen. But I I couldn't wait. There's this effect that happens to the right of you when you first pull in there where the, you're, there's a sheet of, of, of ice and you see the Yeti peering at you, trying to get through at you through that sheet of ice, following along with your car. And it's it's brilliant. And as you take that first turn, boom, he jumps out. Yeah. And, yeah. oh, man, like watching it on the video was enough to make you go, whoa. He moves. He <laughs> moves. It's not strobe. He just, he moves. <laughs> and then there's another encounter with the Yeti that you run into. And it works. It all works. And he's the white Yeti, that what you more associate with the traditional idea of what a Yeti would look like instead of our Sasquatch Yeti, which is probably yeah. the more... Um, if he existed, Sasquatch Sasquatchy, Eddie. Sasquatch-y <laughs> what, you what said. he might look like, kind of thing, which he doesn't. So yeah. why? <laughs> but anyway, it, it was a it was, it was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And you factor in that you factor in that they're doing a new World of Color show. They're doing a new par- uh, with the Well, Kevin yeah. already mentioned the parade. Uh, they're they're doing a new f- the Commodore Flats. Yes, in
0: California Ventures, that whole thing. So that's gonna be really neat. New fireworks. They're getting new a, fireworks, yeah. all
2: new effects in on Peter Pan. I don't know if that's gonna be. Similar to our enhanced queue. I doubt it because they don't do enhanced queues over there. They put their money into the attractions. Yeah. They don't have room for enhanced queues. <laughs> go figure. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be, be amazed if they were able to fit exactly. one in there. But Money I mean, into the attractions. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What a great idea.
0: So if, so if you're a Walt Disney World fan, if you have yet to go out to Disneyland, uh, you have got to make your... You're cheating yourself. Yeah. You got to make your spiritual journey out west to see where Walt was. So you have to at least uh, take a chance to walk where Walt, Walt once walked. You, you got to check it out. So uh, to answer your question, Mr. Sullivan, absolutely yes. Uh, my next trip hopefully will be out to Disneyland to see all this stuff because it's just, just just a lot. And, Lee, you got you to get out there too, man. You, you gotta yeah, absolutely.
1: West. This year I'm doing um, food wine, but uh, next trip will be California.
2: Yeah, man. Hopefully we can do a, a podcast trip too. That, that would be, be awesome. And yeah. by the way, what are we getting over in uh, Disney World this week? What did I hear? turrets turrets we're getting turrets (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) all right so the first thing i want to discuss man we're in the queue we're waiting and i i'm sure people in the dizzy fan universe have seen this story talked about it came out after we recorded our last show but it has to do with a 20 year old something and a golf cart and uh, getting drunk in Disney World. <laughs> have you guys seen this article yet? If not, let me... I'm, I'm going to read straight from the Inla- Orlando Sentinel. And we're just going to take this step by step. <laughs> 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 we're just, just going to take it step by step, right? Uh, so just to let you know, this is straight from the article. I'm not uh, adjusting any words or paraphrasing or nothing. So this is what they have printed so it's accessible. It says, deputies arrested a 27-year-old Ohio man early Monday after an apparent drunken night at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort. Now let's think about this. Alright. Uh-huh. So I don't know if he's staying, maybe he's staying on property. Maybe he has his own stash of beer. Okay. But the the well, I mean really just next sentence, you know, they t- they talk about the name, I'm not gonna release the name or anything. Um, but it'll go to the third paragraph. It says Before that, Deputy said uh Hall was drinking at the resort's restaurant and attempted to leave on a bicycle, according to a report. Now there's only two restaurants on that property, yeah? There's the Hoop-de-Doo, mm-hmm. and there's the, uh, what is it, the Trails End buffet? Trails End. Yeah.
2: Right. That's what I thought that we were referring to.
0: Yeah. I, that's what I'm assuming, too. I mean, Hoop-de-Doo, I mean, they had the Unlimited Sangria and other stuff. Oh, well, then that you again, could do that. You that's know?
1: what I was thinking about.
0: Uh, I don't know if they do that at Trails End, but I know they do that at Hoop-de-Doo. But I mean, maybe because I'm from New Orleans. I don't know. Okay. I went to dinner at Hoop-de-Doo, and I was like, oh, all right, Unlimited. And I drank the stuff. I was like, man, this is weak. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like their coffee, but no, that's a different story, but I was just like, ah, man, it's going to take me forever to get even a buzz, you know, on this kind of stuff. Maybe it's just because I'm from New Orleans. Maybe I have a little packing weight that absorbs stuff. I don't know.
2: You do have a little packing weight. I do
0: have a little packing weight. Um, maybe he's a skinnier dude and stuff, but you know, he, he, the fact of the matter is he got he got sloshed. Well, he bicycles. <laughs> He bicycles, so, yeah. So he's
2: probably skinnier. Yeah, so he's
0: probably fit, maybe. Or he rented it. Well skinnier to us is relative. I mean <laughs> Yes, is very much so. So anyway, so he's drinking at the report. Okay, so um, go on in an article. It says a manager at the restaurant said Hall had trouble staying balanced and fell numerous times. Mm-hmm. So the manager drove a golf cart to catch up and get and help. You know, so he was gonna help the dude. Put him in the golf cart, very Disney like, yes, take him back to wherever he was staying. Okay, uh-huh. good. Very nice of him. When the, when the manager got the haul, this is where it gets great. <laughs> when the manager got the haul, he ran toward the cart, jumping and crashing through the plastic windshield, the report states. <laughs> <laughs> this dude, Dukes have hazarded it into a golf cart, and not even in the open window. He went through the front windshield. Wow. That is drunk. <laughs> I mean, that is... Uh, maybe it was enhanced with some other product.
1: I don't know. It uh, doesn't
0: say, but I mean...
1: Uh, may have liquor, found some stuff growing over in the yeah,
0: woods. Yeah, maybe he he's wandered over to the old watering hole, the river country, and he caught something there and just made him go nuts. But, think, I mean, think, it's a golf cart. Yes. You pick, can y'all picture this? Listeners, can y'all picture this? It, it, it's a plastic windshield. It's plexiglass. Yes. He crashed through that thing. Um. Well, it, it, it gets better. Okay. Yeah. He says, Hall then got into the driver's seat and headed for Bay Lake. So he crashed through, and he got into the driver's seat. So I guess the guy that was originally driving... Got knocked out. Got knocked out, or he got the heck out of the way, or I don't know what he did. But, all right. So anyway, the dude's got control of the vehicle. All right. And he headed to Bay Lake where he crashed into a pier. Okay. You know This dude's drunk. <laughs> I guess he ran into a pier piling or, or something. I don't... <laughs> I, it's like, you know... Okay. So he crashed. It gets a little dark. Okay. I'll give him a little credit there. Uh-huh. You know, it's kind of hard to see if yes. you're drunk the appear, okay? So the manager told Deputy, he says. There he jumped into the water and swam away until he started struggling, according to the report. <laughs> it's like, oh, geez, I crashed the golf cart. I got to get out of here. Let me go. Oh, oh they'll never get me in the water. <laughs> Let me just get out of here. I got to get away from land.
2: Oh, man. You know, it could have been worse. They could have called him a taxi. <laughs> they, they could have, yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is true. Yeah. Imagine him crashing well, through that windshield <laughs> and then commandeering the taxi and then driving all... <laughs>
1: Through property, in my mind, this is all I'm hearing right now. <laughs>
0: That's what I should have had that playing along while I was doing that. It, it's just, it's just amazing. So from there, you know, he was, um, he, he was, he was, he was picked up by the Disney Marine units. Uh, that dove, you know, they went to the water and got him out. You know, from there, and then
2: that—that's—that's that's where he. Wait, stands. they had to dispatch a scuba team. To, go- to yeah, they did.
1: Um, let's Seel, see. They had to bring SEAL Team Six in. Yeah, <laughs> let
0: me read the sentence for you. It says, uh, "A Walt Disney World Marine unit came to help. However, deputy said Hall yelled
2: racial slurs <laughs> and refused to get into the boat. The Burport states. Okay. <laughs> now. Wow! All right. Do do we have a picture of this guy? Yes, we have a picture oh, of this guy. Oh, the
0: picture's the best. Yeah, the picture is, is is amazing. Is is
2: this the mugshot picture where he's got the 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 cuts from jumping through the? Yes, yes. He's
0: got his hair to one side and one eye slightly closed in the other. Okay. Let's yeah. see.
2: Oh! Oh! Wow! <laughs> that looks like Freddy Krueger before he got burned.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow! It looks like it looks like Judas Priest. There you go. <laughs>
0: Oh, Jesus, the cops, I gotta go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I wonder what racial slurs he was yelling. Yeah, I know, mm-hmm. right? That's
0: very on disney He was telling everyone <laughs> to have a Disney day. Have a day. Disney day. <laughs> <laughs> God, I, wonder, I wonder what it would be in his skin and what, what's going through his head. Uh, <laughs> the windshield. The windshield <laughs> was going his head. That
1: was what was going through his head. Oh,
0: my gosh. Wow. Now, is he banned? Do we get the... Is he... Uh, well, let's see. I'll read toward the end of the article. It says... Uh, does he Let's get see. his trip
2: refunded? Because technically, they, they were contributory. They gave him a golf cart. <laughs> yep. uh, well, it says
0: emergency medical crews met them on shore and took Hall to a local hospital where he was treated and released. He was then booked into Orange County Jail on charges of disturbing the peace at a public lodging establishment, grand theft, <laughs> and crimin- <laughs> criminal mischief, according to report. report. Uh, deputies said the damage to the golf cart and the pier cost about $5,000. Paul is being held on twenty five hundred dollar bail. Wow! Where was his family? Did he have no one? Went to the. I, they, they make no mention of the family, but
2: you know, uh, I mean, where were they, Where were they? Were they still at the restaurant? I get. Well, I'm, I'm assuming he was dining by himself. I, I suppose that's what it sounds like. Unless he got <laughs> mad, and he was liquored up, and they didn't want anything to do with him, and so he left by himself, and that. <laughs> That rage that he was in. Um, the conversation with his parents. Like,
0: well, Ma, he said he was uh, going to the bathroom. I <laughs> hadn't, uh, I hadn't really seen him. He's taking off long. Maybe he's taking a dump.
1: <laughs> <laughs> dump right into the lake. You dump right into the lake.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. I like. Uh, I talked about streaking uh, through a resort on the last show. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's anybody that would be a, a great candidate for streaking, uh, this guy would have done it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think anybody wanted to see this guy streaking. No, you probably couldn't see anything anyway in Fort Wilderness, and no, it was that pretty is, dark. That so is I true. guess he could streak in the safety of darkness.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but the yelling the racial slurs would give away his location. Yeah, that'd be pretty bad, yeah. So. Can you
0: imagine that grandma and grandpa in their tent, and they see this little blonde-headed kid streaking through <laughs> <in> Fort Wilderness? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pa, look at that. Remember when you looked like that? <laughs> All right, another article from the Orlando Sentinel, man. Selfie sticks. Finally taking a harder stance, Walt Disney World is, on the whole selfie stick thing. Um, Just to kind of read a little paragraph from their article. It says, so on Friday, Walt Disney World went a step further to make that a point. It posted a no selfie stick sign at the Magic Kingdom's Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. It says, guests can bring selfie sticks on the rides, but must securely store them, a Disney spokeswoman said on Monday. Um, Disney policy forbids visitors from using the sticks, which can be used to extend cameras out for up to three feet on its rides. So, guys, uh, this whole selfie stick thing, man, it's like, you know,
2: really? <laughs> Dude, I, really? I, I remember, and I told you about this when we went to Disneyland Paris, these things were everywhere. Yeah. And not just in Disneyland Paris, but all over. If you went yeah. to Versailles, if you went to um, even in England, yeah. wherever you went, you saw these, these selfie sticks everywhere. And that was our first introduction to them. And I, in accordance to what I read, it sounds like the people who are bringing them into the park are people from Europe yeah. or yeah, Asia yeah, yeah. Or, or, you know, like where I guess it's the norm or something like that. For yes. Them. Where that's something that they, they regularly do over
0: there. Uh, Here's my thing. I mean, there's got to be some common sense involved. Yeah. Um, wh- a selfie stick is what? It's basically an extension of your arm. Yes. Right? Just to help you get a better shot for you and your family whatever else. One of the spiels that they say is, like, especially on that attraction, is keep all hands, glasses, arms, and uh, appendages inside the vehicle at all times. Yeah. Selfie stick, uh, extension of the arm. Keep that sucker in the ride. You know? I mean, don't, don't stick it out. I mean, it's a roller coaster, man. You know? You, you're going to... Yeah, knock something off or you're going to hurt hurt yourself, hurt the person behind you or something, you know?
2: Oh, well, but that's the thing. I mean, what's ne- Can I bring a tripod into the park? Can I do right. that? Can I just bring <laughs> my tripod and a motion just- dolly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just you know, take my tripod and just you know like shove it down on Main Street in the middle of people like yeah. stop right there. Boom, here's my shot. I can do that? Yeah, sure, I guess so. I not well okay. As long as you
0: secure it in the vehicle when when it's in motion, I guess. I don't <laughs>
2: know. Look, I can't sit here and tell you that I had any problems with the selfie sticks yeah. when we were in uh in Disneyland Paris. I never noticed people dumb enough to use them on roller coaster type attractions, like when we were on Big Th- Thunder or anything. So there was like some that.
0: common sense over there.
2: I suppose you could put it that way. I mean yeah. it 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 still is kind of obnoxious. I mean yeah. it's still like I mean It's like carrying a weapon around the park, this big metal pole. Like, can I walk in with a bat? I I don't want people walking in with weapons. (laughs) I can see uh, a gang fight with selfie sticks. (laughs) (laughs) So, I I don't know. I mean, I don't hate the selfie stick thing, but at the same time, I can see that easily becoming a problem.
0: Yeah, I was reading something. uh, I can't remember if it was uh, a... Oh, yeah, here it is. Um, there's one sentence in this article that says: "Still, Thunder Mountain has had an especially high number of incidents in which the ride had to be stopped because of selfie stick use." Yeah. Now I don't know if it's because somebody's using it and they decided to do a stop to the ride, mm-hmm. or if it fell and maybe made the ride uh, activated a stop sensor or something yeah. like I don't know, whatever.
2: Well, that's another thing. So what happens? if like you use your selfie stick, you jut it out there. I bump into your selfie stick. I knock your five hundred dollar iPhone on burst into pieces right is disney getting sued for that iphone am i getting sued for the iphone is it their fault for the iphone i mean how does that work out? yeah
0: oh you should have made this attraction selfie stick friendly
2: see that's why i would (laughs) never use a selfie stick i would never put a six seven hundred dollar iphone at the end of a stick
0: right no i wouldn't do that either i i like my phone too much yes all right i spent too much money on the phone as it is
2: All right, next up on the queue, Reese Witherspoon has been tapped to play the live action Tinkerbell in Disney's new Tinkerbell movie, gonna be called Tink. Pink? Tink. Oh, Tink, sorry. Tink. Tink. A- apparently, her friends call her Tink. Her friends call her Tink. Yes, it's a hipper, newer Tink. Tinker Fairy. That just so happens to be about 39 years old.
1: Yeah. But and her <laughs> enemies call her Taint. Taint? <laughs> Spanked?
2: Look, Sorry. I think Reese Witherspoon, as far as a live-action Tinkerbell goes, uh, she's very pixie-like looking. Yeah, she's got the look. She would have been a perfect casting if they would have cast her about 15 years ago. So, Lee, would you agree
0: with that as far as look, maybe? Or... Yeah.
2: We need... Reese Witherspoon, right around election, that would have been a great choice to play Tinkerbell. If, if we need to do this, not like, I don't even think we need to do this. Is Tinkerbell, I mean, she in the original movie, her charm was that she looked cool, and but she didn't even talk. Have, yeah. have we established that a talking Tinkerbell can translate well to adult audiences?
0: Yeah, I know they did it in all the kids' cartoons and stuff where Tink is actually speaking. Yeah. Like my kids watch it all the time. But, but that's a kid thing. They don't yeah. really
2: need to develop characters. Yeah. But, but they're going to run it like it's going through the Peter Pan type narrative. Okay. So it's kind of going to be like a Peter Pan story told from a Tinkerbell point of view is is the way I'm understanding it, because I heard somebody... Are they going to change it like they did Maleficent? Yeah, something like that, because yeah. I mean, what are you going to do, an origin story? She's 40! <laughs> I mean, her daughter looks just like her, why not get her daughter to play Tinkerbell? Yeah, yeah.
0: I haven't seen what she looks like, but I don't see why that would be a bad idea.
2: looks like a little Reese Witherspoon. Like a teaspoon. Yeah. <laughs> Reese teaspoon.
1: <laughs> Lee, your thoughts? Uh, I, this is the first I'm hearing about it. So I, the first thing I thought was there's got to be someone better than Reese Witherspoon to play this part. But then again, I couldn't think of anyone off the top of my head. So, do we, do I we, don't know. Do we need this movie? Well, probably not. <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> another then, live action doesn't movie matter. Movie? <laughs> yes, another. We're getting it. Why not give Dopey his own movie? He doesn't talk either. Let's make Dopey talk. Let's just do whatever we want to do. Let's let's tell the origin story of why Dopey doesn't talk. Thank you.
0: Dopey's origin story.
2: Dopey's origin story. That's no white. He's a. Story from Dopey. He's a junkie. We'll, we'll call it him... Dope. Yeah, no, that's what I was gonna say. We're gonna call it Dope the
1: movie. <laughs> <laughs> so Danny, you know who would be perfect for that? Who? (laughs) David Cross. Oh, you're right. Mr. Show? Yes. Oh,
2: perfect. There you go. Done. 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 David Cross, you're my dopey. All right, and last on the queue is more of a rumor that I saw posted that I thought was still kind of interesting. They've been talking a-, a while now about redoing the Adventureland veranda as a rethemed Skipper's Cantina-style Jungle Cruise restaurant. Mm-hmm. Well, a rumors popped up that a management meeting took place, and the new restaurant was discussed, and uh, here are what supposedly the bullet points are from the meeting. Okay. One, highly themed in Adventureland style. Well, I think that goes without saying. Right. Okay. 2 we'll offer an experience similar to 50's Primetime Cafe. Now, I don't think that that means that the Jungle Cruise skippers are going to be giving you a hard time about eating your peas. Yes, or keeping your elbows off the table. But I do think, yeah, they'll probably be entertaining you a little
0: bit at the table, which, that's yeah. fine. The level of interaction with the cast members there, yeah. Absolutely. I can see that, I can see that.
2: And that kind of mirrors what we were talking about before, with having a villains type of restaurant, where, look, you, you want your servers and the people coming around you to kind of entertain you a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So I can see that. Uh, Mm -hmm. Three, the story quote unquote will be something along the lines of jungle cruise skippers, picking up shifts, waiting table between excursions. Now that's nothing new. We've been hearing about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Quick service, lunch, table service, dinner again, makes complete sense. This is the part that did me in. no alcohol,
0: no alcohol. Come on. I'm a jungle cruise skipper. I've
2: had a hard day on the river. Exactly. I'm want a little
0: drinky poo, man.
2: You just nearly got decapitated and your head shrunken. No alcohol? Alligators, hippos, man. Hippos are mean. Come on, guys. You can't be half pregnant. You already got one
0: restaurant serving alcohol. Make up your minds. Maybe they don't want anybody crashing into Seven Seas Lagoon <laughs> <laughs> in a Tomorrowland Speedway car. Well, and that is
2: possible. Crashing, you know, Dukes of it through the parks. But if you're serving alcohol in one restaurant, why can't we open this up a little bit? Okay, maybe you don't want to have a little cart selling alcohol. But some, come on, more than Tony's. I can't get a glass of red wine at Tony's. Come on. Right, right. Uh, And finally, last on the list, to be open by holiday 2015. Later this year. I'd be curious. So, yeah, yeah, by the end of this year, we should have some... uh, knowledge as to what's going to go in over there i would
0: be curious to see when the 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 things come out as far as food offerings what kind of stuff
2: they're going to serve <laughs> oh man that you see and that's something that you could have really had a lot of fun with mm-hmm. you know like you, you get could, pretty exotic with it oh yeah in adventure land. you know what i'm picturing can i be honest with you this is what i'm picturing what are you picturing i'm picturing the adventurous club as a restaurant oh yeah that's Absolutely. what uh, characters that walked around told you about their adventures their escapades engaged the audience That was perfect. And the idea of them bringing this back as a restaurant would have been great. Just put the Adventurers Club right over there. Done. You could have done that. Yeah. I would have liked that. With food, it would be great. And alcohol.
0: Yep, food and alcohol. Thank you. That that sounds good to me. Amen. Yeah, listeners, that's some music you haven't heard in a while, but it's the Magic our Way segment, and I'm actually turning this into a different type of segment than we used to do. Um, before it was used to be like you know our imagination, but we kind of applied that to everything that we're doing. Uh, but for now on, the Magic is going could be kind of like our tips and tricks segment. You know the way that we do the magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know as we get our own personal tips and stuff that we've done that you know have proven to ourselves. I decided to, uh, um, we're going to bring the segment back every now and then, okay? Uh, so the first thing is something that I learned off of the liners thing and something that I've heard a lot about, and it's dealing with luggage if you're flying and everything else. It, it has to deal with people shipping stuff to Walt Disney World, okay? Um, so a couple of things I have in discussion in, in that particular Facebook group um, is the ways that you can get things shipped. Of course, you have the carriers like FedEx, UPS and United States Post Office, right? Um, there's two of those only deliver straight to the resort. Anybody have a guess as to who those two are that deliver straight to each resort?
2: FedEx and UPS?
0: Yeah, FedEx and UPS are the only two ones that do that. United States Postal Service, kind of like it works at the university I teach at, um, goes through central res- receiving before it goes out into the parks, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but irregardless of all that, uh, UPS and FedEx sometimes farm out the delivery things to the United States Post Office, I learned. There was somebody that actually worked for uh, FedEx that uh, told us this and, and made it a fact. So, like, you know, sometimes they won't use their own planes. They'd use uh, whoever's plane happens to be going out that night, you know. So if, if you, there's a post office flight going out to Orlando, they're going to, you know, charter that plane to put their stuff on there. Um, but when, when, on the end side, instead of the post office taking care of the packages and delivering it to the World... Uh, FedEx ultimately and UPS ultimately take over from there and deliver the product straight to the hotel. Um, Or if it goes through the post office, goes straight through central receiving. So is there an advantage to either one? Um, You know, six in one, half a dozen in the other, Uh, especially if they're going to use a part of post office services. Yeah, you get the direct delivery with FedEx and UPS, Um, but eventually it all comes down. It all comes to the resort in some way maybe one takes a longer path than the other two but i mean i don't know what do you what do you all think of that is does that enough to sway you to use one carry over another or pay for a particular type of service
1: i mean price uh is the only thing that would really factor in exactly that yeah. would
2: you know again if i was to use such a service which i probably wouldn't but if, if you were asking me yes yeah. absolutely price would be the the one consideration i'd yeah. pay
0: yeah. So the argument of people saying, you know, UPS or FedEx, you know, deliver straight to the hotel versus post office. I mean, it doesn't really matter depending on the way that they do business, you know. Uh, but like you said, I think ultimately price would be the determining factor or how fast you need it to get there, I guess. But then again, it comes, still comes to price because every one of those things have so, some kind of express service. Yeah, so just something I learned, you know, something for you guys to think about. You know, I know there's a lot of people going back and forth as far as, uh, it's not constant, but I see it every now and then on the threads and the forums and everything else. And it's like, well, like you said, like we are thinking it's just whatever comes to price, man. It's all going to get there regardless.
1: Well, just a quick add on, there aren't a lot of people using uh, Amazon Prime.
0: For and shipping? So
1: they've already paid for their yearly subscription or whatever. Right. So to them, the shipping is "quote unquote" free, and then they don't care who delivers it.
0: Pretty much. Speaking of which, listeners, if you want to support the show, <laughs> go to our website, magicrareway and click on the Amazon affiliate link down on the bottom right corner, and before you do your shopping, and you know that helps us out. Support your show. so for the hub today, man, I figure we talk about. Uh, That's a quite a short little topic, a neat little topic, though. Um, <clears throat> I on one show I talked about. I guess it was one of the trip report shows. I talked mentioned something about having a flashlight in my bag, <laughs> and so we, you know, we started talking about it, and we decided to put it in our future show note ideas as far as talking about things that we put in our Disney bag, and you know, we can even probably branch it off as to things that we. Um, uh, p- actually packed to go to the uh, to go to the resort, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm going to start off by taking it as far as, you know, I carry a bag when I go to the parks. You know, my wife does a little backpack. I have this little, uh, um, it's like a little satchel, more or less. It's like a small diaper bag that I use as a satchel. It's a man purse. It's a it? man purse, yes. It's a merse. <laughs> and so uh, I, I keep a variety of things in there just to kind of help me throughout my day when I'm touring the parks, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you heard me mention at the top of this segment. One of the things I do keep is a flashlight, believe it or not, you know. Okay. And uh, explain why you need a
2: flashlight.
0: I leave the flashlight, especially if we have late nights in the parks. Uh, there's certain areas in the parks that are just dark, you know, and maybe I have to find something or my kid is holding something and it dropped under a bench and it's like, uh, okay. Yeah, granted, the parks are usually pretty well lit. But, you know, like if you're like in, in say, Phantasmic and things go dark, Mm-hmm. You know, the dragon's about to pop out, the eyes. There's not enough light. Your kid drops his toy or because he's scared and now he's crying because he wants his toy and you can't really feel around. Not that you want to feel around there because it's kind of nasty, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, not movie theater nasty, but, you know, I, I don't want to feel around under there without knowing where I'm going. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll turn on a flashlight just so I can see, you know. Granted, I have a flashlight on my phone, but, you know, I, I don't want to burn any of the battery there, too, because chances are I can make it throughout a whole day. Um, without, with, without having to deal with a charge, you know? Um, so yeah, I keep a flashlight, like maybe if I'm in the parking lot, you know, something rolls under their car, I drop my keys or whatever, or if I can't see something or, uh, maybe a light bulb's burnt out, you know, just so happens. I just, you, you just never know, you know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm in an attraction that's dark and it's like, oh, my kid did this. So it's, it's just one of my emergency things that I keep in my little satchel thing. <laughs>
2: I guess none of y'all keep a
0: flashlight in your. No. Never brought a flashlight
2: phone, to yeah. Disney. You know, and and that like okay, I understand what you were talking about before the idea of. Okay, if I if I use my phone for this, I might burn out the battery. And okay, that is true. And you do need your phone because. You have to change reservations or you have to change uh oh, my, fast passes or whatever my Disney experience there you in go business, yeah okay but I also happen to know for a fact that you also carry with you one of those portable chargers I your do. Cell <laughs> Which also has a flashlight. Which now that I understand, and that is that is brilliant to bring along. That is something that everybody should bring along with them, especially nowadays, right? To go. So why couldn't you then just say okay, like because clearly if your kid drops something, you're not going to be using up the flashlight so much that you're going to be burning out the batteries. Why not just go with the the cell phone? Because I always like backups, just in case. (laughs) You know, if my
0: phone burns out or if my My battery, my portable battery. And and what what daddy's talking about is I actually keep one of those um, Mojo juices, those portable battery packs that you can use to recharge any USB device.
2: And I have one as well now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those things are great. It was. I used yours while we were in the parks at one time. and I'm like, perfect. I need need this.
0: Yeah. I mean, it charges slow, at least mine. I mean, I'm sure the new ones charge faster, but Mm -hmm. it's just the fact that I can. I'm not tethered to like Rapunzel's tree or bathrooms (laughs) you know (laughs) I can just plug in and go and it's charging while I'm walking through the parks or going through a ride or whatever else Mm -hmm. and it doesn't stop me you know I'm not restricted by uh, a land uh, plug or something I'm not plugged into a tree or anything. All right. Um, so yeah, so I keep that. That has a flashlight on it. <laughs> believe it or not, I have a separate flashlight. You know, I just. So you have like a keychain flashlight as well? No, I don't. No, no you, I see don't. you should have one of those. No, I, that's something I definitely would. I used to have one use. of
2: those, but like it also had like a knife on there, so I oh, couldn't take couldn't it through the it airport. In, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You> probably <laughs> couldn't bring it in. That's true.
0: Whatever else, but yeah, I just like the lights are very important. You know, especially when you have kids and stuff. You just you just never know when you'd need it. Uh, maybe like you—you have to dig in a bag, like like your uh diaper bag or something for something. No, like that generally
2: it's—they drop a toy underneath the table. I can't find it, and you got to right. pull out the cell phone and yeah, do here the flashlight. Click. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> While I'm book redoing my Fast Pass and charging the phone, and they come up, there with an old French fry.
2: Look, I found a French fry. No, <laughs> don't eat it. <laughs> yes. Don't eat it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, all right. So, so far we talked about flashlight, and I got the extra battery pack for my my, my whatever USB device that I need, mm-hmm. which is very, very handy. Yes. Um, another thing I have is a, a folded up poncho in my bag, which makes sense.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a no-brainer for us. We always bring the ponchos. Yeah.
2: And I, I uh, never bring a poncho. Oh, really? Never. Oh, man.
1: You got, that's like, that's Disney 101 right there. That's what everyone tells you. You got to bring a poncho.
2: Never have needed it. Yeah, hold on. Let me ask you this,
1: Danny. Are you saying you don't use them or you just always buy them when you get there?
2: No, I've never. No, no, no. no, I take that back. The last time we went there was the first time I bought a poncho in all the years that we've gone. And and, uh, let me take that back. I didn't buy the poncho, my wife bought the poncho. And you know what happened? The same thing that always happens when it rains over there. Ten minutes later, it's all done, and the sky's clear, and the day is bright, and everything's good, and the poncho's gone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we could have just ducked in and just sat down and had a coffee and had been like, okay, the rain's gone, let's move on. But she goes and buy the ponchos, and immediately, as we put on the ponchos and get set to move on, the skies clear up just as they do (laughs) in Orlando all the time. I've never needed a poncho. My father now needed a poncho when we went on the Kali River Rapids, and we never let him forget about what a wuss he was. Uh, see, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I wouldn't
0: yeah. use a punch for that. Well,
2: my father, you know, talk about dumb things at Disney about guests jumping through windshields. My father got up on the drop for the Kali River Rapids and went tumbling right into the... Oh, you're kidding. I am not kidding. either. Yes. You even heard the voice coming. As we were at the drop. And as soon as he sits down, they're like, cool, boom, release the car. But he didn't have a chance to put on his seatbelt. Why do he stand up? Because he, there's a certain point when you're in the Kali River Rapids where that boat shifts. And if your back is to it, you're damned. Oh, he didn't want to get wet? Yes, he didn't want to be. Because we were all teasing, who's going to get it? Who's going to get it? And he got stuck in that seat. And boy, when he got stuck in that seat, there's that split second before they release the gate and drop you he unbuckled that, that boy belt got up <laughs> and tore over to the other one and i blocked his way with my foot <laughs> like get back in your seat and he's like get out of my way and then there's a like, get back in your suit. and he he hurls my leg. He gets in the seat, drops the thing. I am surprised that no one was waiting to escort him out of the park. Oh, my gosh. Not because he, he had a bet. He was like, seriously, I my head really hurts. He, I, I thought he needed to be treated for a concussion that day. Oh, my God. He went right back to the room after that and never lived it down. Oh, my God.
0: No, I, the, actually, you know, the poncho thing of this last trip, I actually really needed it. Really? Yeah, because I don't. It was during that time. I don't know if uh, you or listeners remember me talking about it in this district, but I went down there when like that whole cold spell with the storms and stuff were blowing through Florida. It blew through here in Louisiana. And yeah, it blew Florida. Yeah, yeah, Florida. yeah. I remember. Yeah, we were trapped in Tomorrowland okay yeah uh, when the storm started the front started to come through oh, that's a worst place oh it's it terrible nothing to do over yeah there. and it's in the back and everything else and so okay we dug, initially this this rain came in we saw it coming through Fantasyland. land it was like all right let's duck here yeah mm-hmm. uh, we're right by space mountain and stuff or like a canopy and we stay there you know sitting here and it's like okay the rain's still coming the rain's still coming it's about an hour rain hadn't stopped <laughs> <laughs> it's still raining and my wife said, "Okay, let's just poncho up and get out of here, man. This is this is a wash for us." Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we donned ponchos and made a dash to the ferry boat from the back of the park. And the rain kept on going; it didn't stop. It probably didn't stop till like ten o'clock that night. <laughs> you know, by that point, we're just like, ah, we're staying at the hotel and chilling. You know, we're just gonna rest, rest, and relax. So. Uh, I I probably run into more rain than maybe you have on your oh, trips, but
2: not a question. Yeah, easily.
0: Yeah, the ponchos have been very uh, uh, life-saving for us because I don't have to buy any, the only ones I've had to buy are the for the kids because I don't have I never had kid sized ponchos uh, mm. until now. So now I have them, so they're ready to go. But the cool thing is they change designs on these things every now and then, I guess, mm? or depending on who the vendor is that they use to get the ponchos made. But um, I still have like old. I have this old yellow one. <laughs> <laughs> that, that still says Walt Disney World with Mickey on it, you know. So it's like, ah, that's me, you know. Mm-hmm. That's my unique poncho. Everybody's walking around with those like translucent Disney Parks ones, mm-hmm. you know, that everybody has, and they're like, yes. ah, you know, ah, you got the generic Disney Parks one. I yeah, got it looks me. like a, a walking condom. Yeah, I, 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 I have mm-hmm. a poncho from the days when they actually made park specific merchandise or resort specific <sighs> merchandise. So I was like,
2: that's back then, you
0: know. Uh, that's like a collector's item. That's still useful. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know? still very useful to me. So. Yeah, de- ponchos are definitely something that's uh, that happens in my bag. Um, sunscreen,
2: sunscreen, sunscreen,
0: lip balm, kind of thing, same kind of purpose. Do you burn easily? I do.
2: Look at your complexion. There's no, no way. Thing.
0: Yeah, it's, you know, I'm I'm olive skinned. I'm tanned. I, I I was born with a tan, but yeah, I mean, there's just some parts like my ears and the tip of my nose, you know, and stuff that that really get crisp, okay. especially if I'm not if I don't have a hat or if the sun's beating in the right way. It's just uh, it, it, it'll hurt. <laughs> you know? never, but my arms yeah. are fine. You know, Everything else is fine.
2: Never one time have I needed that in Disney World. Now, Disneyland, I went into there, yeah. burned. Yeah, yeah. So Disneyland, you do need that stuff. Like My wife is, she's not white. She's translucent. I mean, she <laughs> needs the sunscreen. Right. And my daughter, obviously, so she always packs that. But I, I'm always like, no, I don't need it. My complexion is just such that I've never had to worry about that. But Disneyland, absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, this next thing that I carry in my bag is, uh, believe it or not, bug spray. Not that I need it,
2: because Disney actually does a pretty decent job of it. But again, you never know. <laughs> you never went on the It's Tough to Be a Bug attraction, Kevin. That stuff is lethal. No, oh, it's terrible. <laughs> I know. Yeah, the bugs don't like it, man. No. They just don't like it.
0: But no, D- uh, Disney's. Your spray- honorary bug yeah. status? That's all right. They don't have to put me in the butt anymore. It's <laughs> some other guy's
1: job. Yeah, I know. Guano Joe,
0: Goose. <laughs> Yeah.
1: You know, do they do something at Disney to control the mosquito population? Because I've never noticed. They do. Yeah, because I've never needed uh, off. There's a there's a, whole, uh, there's a whole there's
0: a whole insect uh, program thing okay. where they, re- they they release into the parks or the environment bugs that are predators of mosquitoes and uh, and other insects that would prey on humans, so mm-hmm. to speak. So, you know, ladybugs. Or mm-hmm. permanent, I forget mosquito hawks. I'm assuming, um, okay. I can't remember what the other bugs are that they release into well, But they they do their, and they don't do insecticides. They do everything naturally. Uh, to uh, Reedy Creek does this naturally with the environment and everything else. So yeah, there's there's articles and stuff all over the place dealing with it. But yeah, they're big things releasing bugs that are natural predators to the mosquito. And you know, while Disney World's in the middle of a swamp, basically. You mm-hmm. know, it's swamplands or whatever, in Florida.
2: But, yeah, that's how they control the mosquito population through there. And you thought we could do this show without you. How could we possibly <laughs> have known that? Lee, did you know that?
1: I'd heard it maybe. Like, in the back of my mind, I thought for sure they did do something.
2: Yeah. Wow. But
1: I did yeah, not know that. That's pretty
2: cool. cool. Thank you for educating. Me. Now, why don't they do that in Louisiana, man? Because these mosquitoes suck. Can I tell you? <laughs> Because living in Metairie, yeah. like, okay, we do get the mosquitoes here and there, but nothing like New Orleans. Same thing with the termites. You know how termites swarm Yeah, And yeah. nothing out here. Nothing. No they spray regularly. They take care of that. It's, mm-hmm. it's done right.
0: Yeah. I, just, uh, I get mosquitoes up by me, but I mean, it's just, I'm in the woods. You are. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really hard to control. Kevin,
2: if, if the headlights go out in your truck for whatever reason and you're driving at night, you're just, you're... You're not. Good. No, no. I need my flashlight. Yes, <laughs> I need my bag. Thank goodness. You hear that deliverance music and watch yourself.
1: Yep. Ding 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 ding.
2: All right. So let's see what else I
0: carry in my bag. Okay. okay of course, I have the uh, the, the battery pack, and also have the cables that go with it. Uh, I'll have my camera, of course. That's uh, that's leaves nothing to the imagination. I have I have the camera on my phone, but I also have a regular little camera. You know, HD camera for good pictures, videos and stuff like that, you know, something like a point and shoot like a point and shoot but better. You know,
2: when they invent an app that shoots bug spray, my phone will do everything that everything in your bag does. (laughs) I know. And that'd be great. dude. I could just reduce it to
0: that. Um, Yeah. So I have that. I also have uh, a portable. uh, uh, What's it called? A A baby change mat thing only cuz i have a kid right now i have I have little ones okay yeah I forget what they call it it comes in diaper bags and stuff but it's like you know it's like this yeah you just lay it out on the
1: changing table and yeah yeah.
0: my wife has one in her bag and i have one in mine so you don't just,
1: have the
2: one diaper bag which has everything in it well that's
0: my wife's the, my wife's one ba- diaper mat is the diaper bag she gets the diaper bag and then i have reserves in my backpack just in case whoever has the baby. And you always believe in backups. Yes, I always believe in backups, <laughs> man. It's a little stuff. So yeah, as much as I bet. continue. Yeah, as much as I don't want to go through security thing, like at least for now it's kind of a necessity. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't. Well, I look forward to the day when I can just go, go through that center aisle in Magic Kingdom and just head into the park without anything in my hands.
2: I do it every time. It's
0: yeah. great. I used to do it a lot and then I had family.
1: <laughs> and then my world I, changed. <laughs> I've never done it. Yeah? I've I've always Well, I mean, cuz I always have at least a backpack
0: um let's see if something else I, I bring my glasses usually when i go to disney parks I'll wear contacts mm-hmm. so i can wear sunglasses up but i'll bring my glasses in a pouch in my bag do you bring a glasses repair kit no if i wish i had one though that'd be kind of neat oh that's one
2: thing i don't have writing that down for your birthday yes Kevin Glass needs. repair kit
0: <laughs> but i bring my little contacts case with some solution in it so if i my eyes get tired mm-hmm. pop out the contacts put in my glasses i'm good to go wow um see what else i bring snacks i bring like little gummy snacks and stuff Okay. Uh, this past trip in my wife's backpack, we kept like yeah, we actually brought sandwiches for lunch. We didn't mm-hmm. we didn't really eat it eat much in the restaurants. We did a lot of bringing food into the parks. Mm-hmm. Um, water, I always have a bottle of water. I have a little attachment on the side of the bag that that, that, that allows me to keep a bottle of water mm-hmm. uh, for when I'm ready. Um, I'm trying not to, think, to mention
2: the filtration system that you have back at the hotel. <laughs> right. Yeah, I got a Brita water filter for that, so I can. refill No, Lee, my water. you're laughing. That's not no, a I, joke. That was laughing. That's actually
1: true. Okay, <laughs> never mind. Yeah, that's,
2: that's actually true. No, that's
0: true. Yeah, I have one. And that's what I use to refill the bottles of water that I have that yes. I keep with my backpack, yeah. Uh, just to be safe. You know, I don't know where they get their water. <laughs> See, <laughs> Either that or I'm, you just, know, I'm just tainted from Mississippi River, man. It's like, you know, yeah. if it comes out the tap, you i got to clean it.
1: <laughs> my only problem is I can't stand to drink uh, room temperature water. I'm with you on that. I oh, need yeah. cold, like right out of the fridge water. Because my wife's the same way. She's always like, well, pack a water bottle. But I'm like... Uh, by the time I want it, it's warm. And yeah. I want cold, out of the refrigerator, right then water.
0: I'm with you on that. Lee. Have you ever done a trick where you freeze the bottle of water and then you just walk around the park with it so it stays cold? With, as it you walk,
1: in the, walk around the park with a wet back? Because <laughs> the back... Because it's in the backpack and it gets everything else wet. Now well, Lee's shouting racial slurs. I know, I was about to say. What have you, you been drinking? <laughs> You've been drinking at the Hoopy Doo Man. I'm I'm an honorary Mexican. It's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm honorary Mexican. I am for real.
0: So anyway, let me. Th- I'm trying to think what else. Oh, I keep the safe because I usually keep like money what? Wait, something. you take a safe? No, 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 not a safe. I keep the safe key from the resort.
1: Oh, oh. Bag. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't keep a safe. No, I don't do that. <laughs>
0: Although I gotta tell you, in my car, whenever we drive, I do have a little locking safe sorry, in my car.
2: You pack like it's freaking Red Dawn out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready, man. I'm just I'm ready for anything. You're like a survivalist. Do you have yeah, a uh, do, do you have a bomb shelter in your backyard? No,
0: I don't. No, I have room for it though. But <laughs> no, you, no, I
2: don't. <laughs> Do you have a water filtration system where you can turn your pee into water? <laughs> no, can, no, I don't think
0: I can bring myself to do that. Talk about lukewarm
2: water, huh? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> is there. Anything else that I keep in my bag that I can think about? Any marital aids in the backpack? No, no marital aids. <laughs> okay, just being sure, being sure. That'd be awesome, though. But we, uh, we
1: take a uh, blister kit. A blister kit? Is that yeah. a marital aid? So, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a not, that's a single aid. You know, I, I guess a, in
2: a pinch you could use your flashlight as <laughs> a marital
1: aid. Okay. Yeah, you could.
2: Yeah. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry, So late. what's the blister? Yeah, what is that? No, I,
1: I mean, Band-Aids are one thing, but... Like it's got like moleskin and it's got like little cushions like for corns and like all kinds of stuff like that. So like any kind of foot problems you got during the day, and it comes in a small little box. You can just buy it at you know Walgreens, CVS, or whatever. Oh, Okay, and, uh, so they actually yeah, make packs like handy. this. super handy. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know super if that's handy. Put together.
0: That's wow. kind of neat. I've never had any issues with feet. Have you had issues with your feet or anybody in your family with feet stuff that that you've had to use? It? Yeah,
1: we have. I mean, it's just you're not used to walking that much. I mean, even if your shoes are broken in and comfortable, I mean, if you're not used to walking five to ten miles every day, it's day, you're going to get a blister here or a blister there. and. Hey man, you can't stop. We we paid for this vacation, so you <laughs> know, throw gonna throw some uh, some cushion on that blister and move on. Throw some dirt
0: on it, man. Go. Fuck yeah, it up.
1: Yeah, right. put some tussin on it. Tussin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, you know, chafing's an issue every now and then. Uh oh. Yes. I'm not thinking about it. I didn't keep. It. I never keep anything in it. What? Like Gold bond or something?
1: Yeah. Okay. No desitin.
0: Des- oh, the diaper stuff.
1: Diaper rash stuff. Yeah, man. That's oh, stuff. Oh, I never thought about that. I'll knock it out.
0: No kidding. <laughs> Don't y'all just leave this at the room and take care of all this when y'all get back to the room? Yeah, but you don't want to, like if, like, if I'm chasing, I don't want to Yeah, Yeah, you got emergency situations. <laughs> I don't want to aggravate it and stop my tour, you know? Wow, okay. Like, I'll, I'm walking to, like, an attraction. I was like, wait, oh, uh-huh. something's uncomfortable down there. Oh, but, wow. Um, one second, I got to go take care of this, <laughs> you know? Okay. Slap it on, good to go. But, you know, I've never brought any of that stuff. and I never thought about using the diaper rash stuff. Hmm. That's That's actually a good idea. Okay, you know, cuz you know, my thighs touch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's
2: it's that's a fact. It's,
0: it's a fact I can't escape. So it's it's you know, things rub and, you know, especially if I don't walk a lot, it's it's going to hurt. You're starting <laughs> a fire
2: down there, huh? Yeah,
0: it is, man. It's it fire. It's smooth as can be cuz it's all worn down. It's crazy, so. What's that
2: burning smell, Kevin? <laughs> it Smells like Crackling. (laughs) Chicharrones. (laughs) That's
0: nasty. Uh, Yeah, that's nasty. (laughs) So I'm trying to think of anything else that's in my sag. (laughs) Is there anything else I haven't mentioned that you guys carry in your. No, you don't carry anything. I don't
2: carry anything when I go. I got my cell phone, and that's. And my wallet. And that's about it. That's about it. Okay. That's it. Does because, your wife carry anything? Or yeah. She... I mean, she has a backpack and it's it's mainly there. So that way we can transport all the stuff we buy right, right. back to the room when we don't feel like sending it back to the room. Yeah. Uh, now, I mean, she'll keep like a little something in there for Lily here and there, like, you know, like some goldfish crackers. Right. But for the most part, I mean, look, we don't drive over there. We fly. Yeah. We take the Magical Express. From there to the to resort we get our magic bands. We are on the dining plan so there's no need for water because we get our credits and we usually right. do the higher end dining plan so you get as much as you as you can use them and then some. Right. Um And then we take all of our Disney Visa points and transfer those into cash like on another card, So that way when we're in the parks, we can go ahead and use those towards various different items. So, I mean, it's not that like I like I don't like to think of all this stuff. I don't want to think in advance. Oh, my God, my thighs might rub together. So I might need lotion. (laughs) You know, I I go on vacation and, and part of my going to Disney is that I want my brain to go on vacation as well. So I don't want to have to worry about all this stuff. I mean, yes, we'd bring a backpack, and yes, you know, especially when Lily was a baby, there would be a lot more items in that backpack. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. Last trip we went on, nah. Yeah, she was thirsty. We we give me your give me your wristband, you know, and that was it.
0: Yeah, Uh, you know, and for me, a lot of bringing this stuff is stuff that I, I bring usually anyway. Like like this, when I go to like jobs and stuff. Um, it's just uh, just from. You know, being a musician, I'm more, I'm more you know, I, I can't not make the job, <laughs> you know, so I have to prepare pretty much for anything. So that's just you are, man. You are
2: the Boy Scout. Yeah. You
0: are. Be prepared.
2: That's good.
0: Yeah, because I mean, I've, I've learned a lot of it the hard way. It's like, oh, I, should, I wish I would have had this or I had a little something. Uh-huh. I hate having to carry around a little
2: bag, but I mean, at least I'm ready for whatever. You know what you need? What's that? You need to bring back the fanny pack.
0: Oh God! I still have a fanny pack. You get out of here! I do, that was a joke. No, I mean I used to use it a long time ago. You had fanny a fanny packs. pack? I did. It even had a little letter Q on it. <laughs> when,
2: when you're, if you're going to say when fanny packs were were fashionable, that was never the case. No, no, when, uh, I was going to say when people were using fanny packs. <laughs> I didn't think it was fashion-
0: fashionable either, but okay. You know, I, I the bag that I use in Disney, you probably remember seeing that little gray bag that I sling across my shoulder, yes. like Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. You know, it actually holds a lot more than the fanny pack, mm-hmm. and it's it's not as uh, aggravating on my hip. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a muffin top. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you see the, Like as a dude, like that's what the cargo shorts. You you put on the cargo shorts, and then boom, yeah. you, you can put on the little charger thing in one pocket. Right. You can, and then you don't have to worry about all that stuff. See, here's the here's the issue with I, cargo shorts. I actually me.
1: hate. Putting anything in my pockets. Oh yeah. I'd rather have a backpack. I mean, like even just like keys in my pockets, a wallet in my pocket. I mean, it's sometimes it's necessary, but I try to put as little in my pockets as I can. I don't know why. I just don't like it, weighing me down. The 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 pockets weigh you down, but the backpack doesn't. I I don't. I'm not telling you it makes sense. I'm just telling you (laughs) that that's me. I I don't know. Like it's in my pants, and my pants feel like they're gonna be falling down. I, I don't know.
2: Now here's I'd, my I'd thing. Rather. Okay, there's this. Plus, thing. you can
1: always you can always throw the backpack on the back of the stroller or something. Wait, you get a stroller for your <laughs> sh*t? <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, the kid will get in it, but I, I'm not exaggerating when I tell you, like, hey, that stroller is dual purpose. Yeah, when the kid gets tired, but even when. The kids walking around, I'd just throw everything on there, man.
2: All right, now even Kevin doesn't need a portable storage carrier <laughs>
1: when it <he> goes <laughs> into the parks. Are you kidding? Oh. I'm not kidding because it. You can even see there's a, a camera bag on there and stuffed in the back pocket. Yeah, all right. Pack- all right. So listeners, my uh, wife is not a light packer at all. Oh
0: wait, before I, before we talk about this, um, the cargo pants thing. <laughs> Here's my thing about the cargo pants. I used to do that. Okay. Before I had did the backpack thing, but uh-huh. you know I'm not overweight i'm not extremely fat but when i did that i had trouble fitting into vehicles <laughs> so, <laughs> then you're overweight and extremely fat <laughs> you know i mean it's like some of the older vehicles are a little tight i like to be comfortable you know i like to be able to shimmy around a little bit mm-hmm. i don't want to be like pressed up against kind of like what was that ride that we did the primeval world oh god we were squished
2: oh jesus you know now
0: granted that's because of design but you know, that's what it kind molecularly, of molecularly like. we were wanted. That moment. Yes, we were pretty much, <laughs> especially when we had time to bond. Yes, I, there was. Uh, we
2: did. That was so uncomfortable. Yes, it would, it, The two people next to us as well. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, um, who yeah. I don't believe spoke English. No, I don't think so. So yeah, the only thing I keep in my cargo pants because well, maybe I'm buying the wrong cargo pants now. Maybe uh, because my pockets are small, so I can only fit a phone in one pocket and my wallet in the other. And then maybe a handkerchief and anything else after yeah, that. Yeah, but they right. have
2: like other pockets.
0: Like, well, that's what I'm talking about. The two side ones on my thighs. Uh, I have my phone and my wallet in
2: each one. That's four pockets plus the two in the back. I How know. many pockets do y'all need? But you don't feel bold, bulgy with all that? Not any more than I feel weighed down with a backpack on my back while I'm trying to hold a child. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel better with it out of my general area. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so what I understand is y'all don't want anything around y'all's y'all you y'all, alls uh below the belt. I, I gotta allow it to breathe Sorry. as much as I can. Okay. <laughs>
0: right. My physical stature as it is doesn't allow me to do so.
2: <laughs> naturally. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right, right, so back to the stroller thing. Lee, this is impressive. Yes. Lee, okay, so clearly you must have more in your pack than than Kevin.
1: What are you taking with you? I, I'm trying to remember. I mean Is uh, that two bags? One, one thing there that was like um That's two like, bags, yes. Yeah. There's so like somewhere in the there's side. definitely a change of clothes. A change a of clothes. Okay. Change of clothes. Yeah.
2: Well that makes sense. If you have a not little, not the little for the child or for, for you. Not for the...
1: No, not for me. Good. <laughs> um, no, but uh, you know, there's there's that, there's freaking cameras. I mean, we got like three different kinds of cameras, I guess. You got I got my regular camera, like a thirty-five millimeter uh not thirty five, like a DLSR, whatever you call it. Yeah. Then then we got the little point and shoot. And then each of the kids each have their own disposable cameras uh, to take on the trip. Are y'all you are y'all got, not doing the memory maker? Well, this is pre-memory maker, first of all. <laughs> okay. But even then, you know, it's cool for the kids to have their own camera. You know. All right. Um, yeah. And plus, Again, it's you know, phone. for They're us making we camera that. Yeah, you want your own camera to take like those, you know, fancy uh, scenery shots and stuff like that. Um, Autograph books are in there as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, that makes sense. Maybe uh, maybe a couple little snacks and stuff like that as well. Okay. My wife does most of the packing. Yeah, the mommy clips uh, on so your stroller. That.
0: Do you have any? That's something I have on my stroller. Mommy clips. Mommy. Yeah, clips? there's lots of yeah, clips. Yeah, so those metal yeah. like carabiners and stuff that you put on like the handle and then it can hold like the bags and stuff.
1: Yeah, and last time we went, we bought two of these big Mickey head clips. Uh, that's what I have. We, yeah. Man. Those are awesome, dude. Yeah, you can put so much neat. stuff on them.
0: Yeah, I, I got the mommy, the Mickey mommy clips. Those are pretty cool.
1: Yeah, um, and not- then, dude, you don't even see it there, but somewhere stuffed in there is the kids' uh, pin trading bags that they've got, like the little uh, ba- oh okay, my god, so you know, like, like that. a little shoulder bag that's got all their pins in them. Yeah, but um, how old your youngest? Ten. They, so last time we went, he was like, well, like eight, almost nine. Last time we went.
2: Okay. Okay. Like maybe so, that's too young, but at ten now, you're old enough to have your own backpack, right?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. He's so got his own little bag, and but you know, then they don't want to. They get tired of carrying it, so you got to stuff it somewhere.
2: Well, you know? yeah. <laughs> you're ten. <laughs> grow up. Y'all two are like Disney hoarders. <laughs>
0: There's something in my bag that I forget to, I forgot to mention that I do keep is a little spritzer thing. I have a little spray mister thing for when it's hot. hot. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Like, wow. It's small, so it fits in the bag, and it fits in my pocket. It's not like one of those big Mickey things that has a fan and stuff, so it's not that yeah, fancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just enough where I can spritz my face if it's really hot. And that's because, because I usually travel during the hot summer months. Isn't that what the sweat is for? The, uh, the what? The
2: sweat. Yeah, I know. But it's,
0: it's You know, it's, I could always use more. It just gets hot, man. Okay. It's just, it's, just, it's just hot. You'd think I'd sweat a lot, but I mean, you know, it's, I don't know. It, it feels nice when it's not me. Okay. <laughs> it's not me making it.
2: Wow, kind of a thing, but yeah, yeah that's why I, that's why I have that's another thing that I have in my bag. Yeah, are like Disney survivalists. Like I feel like like when I go on there, I'm like content in the knowledge that whatever I need, they have it. Yeah, whatever emer- Like you're right, emergencies can happen. Yeah, and in those situations, you want to be prepared. But like I, okay, I'll spend the extra dollar to buy the Disney version right. of whatever it is that I need at that exact moment. Yeah, I mean I, it's not worth. The pre-thought and the packing and the all that stuff that comes along with carrying it around, right? Well, it's worth it to me. It is worth it. Yeah, I me. Mean, that's,
0: that's, that's that's I mean, I spend the money now, and that's personal preference. It. Yeah, it is. It's personal preference, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I have a hard time buying like twelve dollar band aids, you know, <laughs> or whatever it costs. I don't know how much it costs. Now, granted, I mean, they're not usually that expensive. They, they're, no, they're not, but, but, but whatever it costs, it's going to be twice as much in Disney.
0: But see, that's the thing. If if I'm stuck somewhere and I don't feel like going all the way to first aid, uh huh, you know, yeah, depending on where you are exactly, in the park, find a it's store. like, uh, you know, and the store may not have what you need. Something usually sometimes they have basic things. Um, but if if there's something that you like, you know, know, work that you know works, like if you do migraines or whatever else, it's mm-hmm. nice to have uh, medication, or whatever that you're used to. Oh no, and I yeah, agree with that. You
2: know. That is one thing I will take with me. It's a little portable tube of a leave. Yeah. Just in yeah. case, I, but again, in my pocket. Right. But again, like. People falling down and cutting themselves and needing band-aids, people, you know, having foot problems or, you know, things like that to me are those incidences that shouldn't happen, but they might happen. They might happen, right. And if that happens to you, then you're just darned at that point in time. And at that point in time, you just go ahead and pay the extra dollar to get the band-aids. Right, I mean, I, I don't I mean, know. That's do that. me. I that's mean,
0: me. Yeah, I mean, it's like you know, I gotta be. I gotta. I rather be able to. take... I like to take care of things myself a lot.
2: You do, and I you think know, that, that's and, what and it and is.
0: Yeah, and, that, and like you said, it's it, just. Uh, if I could put you,
2: is, yeah. If I could put you and Lee on the couch for a minute, and, and more Lee's wife, I would say than Lee. It sounds like what it is is y'all the type of guys who are like, "I'm a man. I must provide for my family. I must have everything that is needed."
0: I, I, well, I, it's more of a control thing for me, to be honest. It is. Yeah. Cause it's like, I, you know, I know I'm going to get it done
2: right when I, when I need it. <laughs> right. When I want it done that exact moment. Yeah. And their band aids might not have Team Umizumi on it. Right. And it's like, my daughter will only wear Team Umizumi right, band aids. Right. So I yeah. have the, the right band aids. Yeah.
1: Well, it's also though, like, okay, you want to pack all this crap? You're my wife, and I ain't going to argue with you. I guess I'll be carrying all this crap around the park. So, and, and,
2: <laughs> valid point
1: yeah. Very valid point there if, right. if, if that's what makes you happy Then fine I'll carry this backpack full of stuff
2: See you are know, a good husband that way My, like, Look if, if I start If I buy like three t-shirts And I stuff them into my wife's backpack then I'll be like, honey, I guess it's my turn to carry the backpack <laughs> after a while. But it's like, look, if you're going to carry all that stuff and we don't really need that stuff, I'm not worried about it. Because, I mean, basically, she uses the backpack as a purse right, right.
1: when we go to the park. Yeah, that's I mean, what
2: my wife does. She uses exactly.
1: the
0: diaper
2: bag as a purse. Right. Yeah,
1: that's so. true, too. That That's the other point is she doesn't carry a purse around. So right. part of her backpack – see, because I carry a backpack and she carries a backpack. Mm-hmm. And so part of that stuff is her purse items. So there's that.
0: All right, listeners, so uh, let us know. We, we kind of talked about what we pack when we go to the park, so we kind of want to hear what you guys do, if anything. If you do carry stuff, uh, if you do, what do you carry? What, uh, how much do you have? What do you bring? If you don't carry stuff, then, you know, what do you bring and where do you put it? It's kind of things. we're just kind of curious to see what you guys do, uh, get some feedback we'll talk about it on, the, on the next show during our guest services segment as we, as we hear guys come uh,
2: uh, respond to us. Yeah, what's the oddest thing in your bag? What do what do y'all have that we didn't mention? Yeah,
0: there you go. What's something that, that that's different that you always have to have? Um, that it's I guess maybe not normal to the rest of us, or just we don't. It's just unique to you. However, you want to think about it. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, definitely shoot us a message at magicourway at gmail or get us and get in touch with us with by any other means. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. All right, we got a couple, one more segment. Usually we're going into the wrap-up, but while in the course of recording the show, man, we've had some responses, and I want to make sure that we get that covered in a timely, in a very timely fashion. So this is almost like a little extra magic hours, guest services kind of a thing, um, catching you on the way out, just like you do on the way in.
2: All our listeners who stay up late.
0: Yeah, all our listeners that stay up late and are, are responding to everything we say. But anyway, the first one I have is from a, a, lo- a long-time listener. We haven't heard from him in a while, but we appreciate him uh, writing in, uh, Richard Payne. And this is in regards to Character Palooza. He says, Thanks for the mention during your most recent episode. I'm not sure if you caught Kenny the Pirate's most recent Palooza article, but it looks like Disney has canceled Character Palooza. This is very disappointing. I'm hoping you can rally the Moeekans, and we will change the hatters to let Disney know how much we enjoyed the Palooza and hope they will bring it back. Richard wants to rally the Moecans and the Hatters together, so we have to unite the Moecan nation with the Hatter Nation. So I went to KennyThePirates.com, and we mentioned him on the last show dealing with Character Palooza and everything else. Let's see, I'll read a couple of these paragraphs in here that kind of give you a gist of what's going on. He says, I've had a number of people ask me what's been going on with Character Palooza at Hollywood Studios the last few days. It's been located at the Tower of Terror with a very discernible schedule for several months. The times we visited we had no problem meeting every character available. Recently the meet has become even more popular and many guests felt it was overcrowded, and some even used the term dangerous. Dizzy doesn't like those words, so Character Palooza is changing. A uh, person who has close contact to Character Palooza's situation informed me due to overcrowding, Character Palooza is, being dispersed and moved around the park each day. No more set schedules or planned locations. Sounds pretty disappointing to the thousands of fans who clamor for an opportunity to meet otherwise rare or impossible to find characters, right? Um, Let's see. One last last paragraph. He says, I've heard reports that the characters have recently been seen on the streets of America, and in the past, they visited Echo Lake and even the animation building. If crowding is the biggest concern, they could just return to the streets and spread out more. It appears that the second concern is that there, too, is actually knowing the schedules. So uh, pretty interesting, huh? I mean, we just learned about this thing. And I don't know if it's... Did you get to just it was completely going away? Maybe going away as it is, was?
2: Sounds like now people have, have caught on to it a little bit. They listen to our show. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Hey, we made it popular, I guess. Uh, apparently, it was once we brought it up, everyone crashed this thing. Yeah. But no, seriously, it, it, it seems as though they purposely want to keep this a secret. Like once this thing kind of came out and kind of became huge and people started to show up for it, they were like, I, I bet you like they put it there to satisfy the hardcore fans. Yeah. But as uh-huh. word slowly leaked out that this was happening and the more mainstream fans started to find out about it. Yeah. They started to shut this thing down. Yeah. It, That's what it sounds like to yeah.
0: me. Yeah. They, they're they going to create the character blues of Tale hall. <laughs> <laughs> Get all your pictures at once. Get a fast pass and do it. Get in line. <laughs> And everything else. But, you know, if they do spread them out around the parks, so, you know, I wouldn't mind having the experience of stumbling onto those people.
2: No, but and that's the thing. It used to be like if you went to Disney's uh, Hollywood Studios, there was that little back section over there where they would put the, their hams in the cement. Right, yeah. But if you went over yeah. there, there you found the hard-to-meet characters. But that doesn't happen anymore. I don't even know they do character meets and greets over there.
0: Yeah, so we'll keep track of Candy the Pirate's uh, website and see what else comes about it. Um, a lot of the stuff now at the moment is kind of speculation, so we should get some more concrete details hopefully in the next few weeks. So I'll be checking his website. We'll provide links for that in the show notes. And you know, also too, Sean, man, our boots on the ground, dude. Chief Woo. Chief Woo Woo. He changed his name to Chief Woo Woo on Twitter. I know. That <laughs> was awesome.
2: I was like, yeah, man. Uh, but anyway, yeah. And follow him, by the way. Yeah. If y'all are not following him, he y'all should. He... Live tweets from the park all the time.
0: Yeah, it's great. You can interact with them and everything, you know. So, find, look for Chief Woo Woo, man. And you'll see him doing posts to us and Dixie Landings Radio and uh, Resort Loop Bob, those guys. Those three main guys he works with. Uh, he's the chief of the Mohegan Nation. Uh, so, definitely follow him on Twitter, man. He, he posts a lot of pictures, a lot of stuff. He's going to be hitting a lot of rope drops this weekend. we during Memorial Day. I think he's going to do the twenty-four hour day thing, so uh, he's he's a good man to follow in the Disney fan universe. So go definitely check that out.
1: And uh, hey, guys, thanks for your interaction tonight on the Magic Our Way podcast Facebook page. Uh, as we were recording, I threw out a quick question of the night. Uh, since I asked Danny, I thought I'd ask you guys: Avatar Land or Doctor Who Land? And apparently, we got some late night uh, listeners out there, Wayne. Richard, Christopher, and Caitlin appreciate your input, but it looks like overwhelmingly uh, things are leaning towards uh, Avatar Land. So uh, Richard would probably uh, be good with both of them, but if forced to make a choice, it sounds like Avatar Land wins. So uh, if you uh, get a chance, stop over at the, at the uh, page there and check out the question for yourself. Give us your input. <laughs>
0: All right, and this is another thing that just came in on Facebook. A lot of you guys are active on Thursday night, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Thursday late night, at least Central time. Maybe these are California people, and they're you know, earlier than us, but anyway. Weekends are starting. Yeah, weekends are starting, man, Memorial Day. So um, Wayne West sent us this message on Facebook, and uh, this is a question he put. Out. He says, uh, out of all of the TV families that went to the Disney parks, Roseanne, Modern Family, Family Matters, etc whose visit to the parks was you guys' favorite? That's a great question, Wayne, and in order to do this question justice, and I actually replied to you on the Facebook just now, but to order to do this justice, we're going to do this another show, guys, so definitely tune in uh, a few shows down the road where we actually take some time to prepare for this with everything. I remember seeing all those episodes, but... I want to make sure we want to make sure that we check them all out just to kind of refresh our memory.
2: And now we don't leave out any because there's a few of them like like Muppets that he didn't even bring up. That yeah. was a great episode. That was part of the etc. I guess it's a uh, Simpsons family YouTube, guy. Yeah, yeah. Family guy. So we're
0: we're going to do an ample. We're going to find as much as we can as far as TV families that have visited the parks. And uh, we're going to actually talk about this on, on one of the shows coming up. So this will definitely happened during the summer. So it's not going to be like years down the road. No, this will be sometime in June or July even. So, uh, Wayne West, thank you very much. We definitely appreciate it. And ah, he just replied. He says, awesome, anytime. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Wayne. And uh, listeners, my weekends, listen for that show coming up in the very near future. Well, it's time again to wrap up this show. And man, there's a lot of different things happening on this particular show, man.
2: Wow, we're all over the place.
0: Yeah, last show, you know, we had one big thing that we just kept going on and on, and this one we have a bunch of little things that we just kept going on and on. Hopefully lots of information for you guys. Maybe it helps you, maybe it doesn't. Maybe it gives you some ideas on your next trip. Maybe it wants you to get a little iced tea. <laughs> sit on your porch on your rocking chair,
2: enjoy your land. <laughs> It's good to have land. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin just got very southern there. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm so verklempt. Ugh,
2: I'm going to fan myself on the porch.
0: i going to fan myself. Kind of langus. So anyway, yeah. So guys, uh, thank you for listening to the show, man. Here's a couple of things, pieces of information for you guys. Maybe first time or maybe returning veterans www.magicrway.com or .net. You can do that. Either one leads you to the same spot. Is your place to find everything that has to do with the Magic Rway podcast. So you can find ways to communicate with us, social media things, uh, RSS feeds, uh, our store. You know. So if you want to buy some merchandise, we got some t-shirts that we be putting up, and I'm going to be updating it on a regular basis with new things as I get the designs in. So you want to get that. It will also give you a chance to win some of this stuff so you can have it. So uh, definitely do that. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, I've already mentioned it, magic at gmail.com. We have a SpeakPipe. You can go to speakpipe.com forward slash magicrway or go to our homepage and you'll see a little widget on the side of the page there. If you don't you don't want to do that, you're not by a computer, or if you're driving, you can call our toll-free number, guys. It's one harambe That's 1-844-HARAMBE. Carambe. 481-8689. So you can give us a call on that. Keep us in your contacts on your phone. So all you have to do is press a button or ask Siri to do it for you or whoever you use. I don't know who the Android equivalent to that is. Maybe Chuck. Phil. <laughs> Phil. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's many different ways to get in touch with us. Uh, we're on Google Plus now, so you can definitely start following us there. Join the Moeek Tribe community on Google Plus, so and we can start interacting there. Make sure you follow us on Facebook. Man, there's many ways to do this. The one thing that you could do to help the show, man, leave a rating or interview on in iTunes or wherever you leave the show, man. It just helps adds to the the recognition of the show that it exists, that it's been a while, lets people know what's going on, what other people are saying. They don't have to take our word for it. They can definitely take your word for it. We would definitely appreciate that. Help the show by clicking on the Amazon affiliate link that we have on the homepage, man. It just sends us a little something, kind of helps us keep the ball rolling because, you know, the, the stuff ain't cheap, <laughs> you know. <laughs> all you got to do is click on the link, takes you back to Amazon and you know, uh, a little bit of that gets credit. Your purchase gets credited to us and we would definitely appreciate it. So I want to thank Lee for coming on the show once again, our, he's our official uh, travel agent of the magic Away podcast. He's uh, with magical moments Vacation. So Lee, won't you tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you if they want to book a magical vacation?
1: Yeah, go ahead and uh, check me out uh, with you've got a friend in Lee travel agency. Uh, You can call me directly at 832-570-5490. You can email me at lee at mmvagent.com. You can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel.
2: And guys, as evidenced by tonight, Lee will meet with you. Lee will meet. I do make house calls. he'll, He'll tuck you in at night. He'll give you a glass of milk. Uh, How long was that, Lee? About three hours?
1: Yeah, about about three hours. About three-hour visit with a client. Yep, got her booked, fast passes, and dining reservations all in one night. He didn't just get her book, guys.
2: He wrote a book about her. (laughs) (laughs) He wrote her biography,
1: right? Yeah, we got it all (laughs) all taken care of. Yeah, okay.
0: And if you're brown and cushioned, more power (laughs) to you. She must have been that he was there that late. I know. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. All right. Pretty sexy. Oh, yeah, Lee. Uh, you're going to take a trip during food and wine, man. You, no doubt the listeners have been seeing this little post on Facebook and stuff. You want to mention a little bit something about that in case anybody. Yeah, knows? sure. Real
1: quick. Uh, just anyone that wants to meet up, I will be in the, the world uh, for November for food and wine. So, right now, my uh, preliminary plan is to have a meetup Thursday with uh, dinner at Sana'a. Friday, anyone that is really adventurous, we're going to try to attempt to do four parks in one day. Oh, mercy. We're gonna, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Epcot on Saturday the 7th, uh, just hanging out, enjoying food and wine. Uh, maybe get together for dinner at Beer Garden, something like that. Maybe even uh, do a little La Cava. And then Sunday, hit up the Magic Kingdom and uh, finish out the weekend. So that's the plan right now. Uh, you can check out the event on the Facebook page as well, uh, if you want more details. uh, And uh, thanks for considering.
0: Awesome, yeah. So if we meet up, we'll send them down with some Magic Our Way merchandise to give away, promote
2: the show a little bit. Will you be having a margarita in La Cava?
1: Well, probably having no duels. (laughs) (laughs) If they they have that. Not quite the same thing, but okay. (laughs) No, it's not, but...
0: So anyway, just to kind of promote our compatriot that is absent tonight, uh, Eli, uh, you can follow him at www.ivorycomics.com. Definitely keep up with him because, you know, he's going to bring us uh, something to give away in one of his comic books for Project Gase, I believe. Mm-hmm. That also has a little bonus uh, strip that you and him did. Yeah, Danny, is that correct? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did a comic strip for a while. Yeah, so he's going to include that in there. So this is going to be a pretty big giveaway. So we're thinking we're bubbling up and coming up with a great contest to do this. So you guys can experience, you want to kind of get on the ground floor of this man. Uh, So definitely check them out at www.ivorycomics.com. So anyway, all right, so that's it, man. We got, we definitely appreciate you downloading and listening to us jibber jabber about all things, Disney and whatnot. And we know you have a choice when you listen to Disney podcasts and we're glad we're one of your choices. So definitely keep the emails and the communications coming we love to hear from the fans we love to respond to the ideas that you come up with and hopefully we can spark a little creativity in your day and with that note thank you lee so much again for coming on the show we appreciate it
1: oh it was fun as always appreciate the invite
0: yep and my name is kevin and i am danny magic out